And welcome back to Talking Gaming in Tech. We are here. What in? <laughs> Why are we so vibrant? Why are we yellow? Or I don't even know. That's weird. That looks like, I don't know. What do you call Like at the mid age of, <laughs> of like the full motion, like, like intro things they used to do in video what games. What is going on here? Let's see if it shows like, like a mirror. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that does look kind of strange. I don't know. We are apparently we're fine. On okay, we're fine. I don't know why we're coming across yellowish. I know, like a weird chroma effect going on here. <laughs> Everything's like super vibrant. Um. Anyway, we are back here again, and we are going to get into some interesting topics. Uh, along with Bazinga and Mister Grimm, are going to get a whole lot into Hell Divers Two. They've been playing it a whole bunch. Uh, apparently, so everybody. It we seems played it once. Apparently, <laughs> it's the new hotness. Yeah. So, unlike our first topic, which is going to be the game Skeleton Bones, which is not the new hotness. <laughs> I, I I saw people playing. I was kind of disappointed. I was oh. really expecting better. So were a lot of you. <laughs> so we're but not up. not the reasons from. I'm I'm assuming not the reasons that I didn't like like it. Yeah, it was working. Yeah, we also have a PS5 Pro console, uh, possibly coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the PS Portal. The PS uh, was hacked. Yep, and people are able to play PSP games on them. So um, this goes. To, we'll get into it more. But the one thing this shows that because no one really has torn any of these down yet. They've done some teardowns, but not completely. Like not a really deep dive into them. Mm-hmm. Some people have kind of in a sense, but the specs they released were a lie. What do you mean? Well, because they said it. there was zero memory on it. That's why you can't like play local games locally on it. That's what they, that's what Sony said. Or did they use some of the RAM to do it? No, there's not enough RAM to process it too. Really? No. Um, so there is memory. Okay. There is onboard memory on this thing. Um. So, which is, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Obviously, they wanted to stop people from doing whatever they're doing. But in the end, like, it was, it is going to go down in history as one of the most failed PS, uh, PlayStation products. Because mm-hmm. um, nobody wants. Just that. <laughs> just something that can link to their PS5. Mm-hmm. If they released it and said, hey, you can play, like, your PS5, you can uh, also, download Steam Link. You can do these things. Yeah, you could it, like you oh, can do with the Backbone. Yeah, if, if you buy the Backbone, it's just a good thing you hook up to your phone. Yeah, it does all that. It does. So if they just did that, people might, people might have bought it. Or if they released it, hey, you can play a black backlog if of uh, and release like a catalog of older games and stuff you can play on it. Hey, Grim, welcome to the show. Oh, you, you assholes, we're just missing. No, no, we were, I was in the general chat, not the main chat. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, so continue. Yeah, so, so that being said, it is going to get on history as like one of the worst. Like, And we've seen this before with PlayStation. And I think personally, if they just released a, a new portable device 
But it has to be pretty high power. That's the only thing. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll get, we'll get into that. To, to compete. What, what are you to, talking about? We're going to get more into it later. That was just a tidbit to what we're going to be talking Wait, about what, later. What were you talking about, though? I want to know. The PlayStation <laughs> Portal. No, you said going down is one of the worst what? Is one of the, it's going to be going down as one of the worst devices PlayStation's released. Um, what? The Portal. The PlayStation Portal. The, the Portal's been sold out for months, you jackass. It's selling extremely well. No, it hasn't. <laughs> yes, it has. Oh, I... The numbers are all over NeoGAF, dude. What the okay. hell are you talking about? No, <laughs> they're not. Like, where, Unfortunately. Do get... Unfortunately. where do you get this from? Unfortunately, and I think Sony needed because they actually mentioned merchant that like manufactured not a giant amount either. So, no, mm. they 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 literally said the other day during financials that it's performing extremely well. So. And I'm re- I'm looking at the things on NeoGAF right now. I don't know where you get your shit from, me, but it's hilarious. Anyway, so people don't believe everything you see on the internet. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. especially when it's coming from someone like you, Nate. I literally have a hundred people talking about the financials. They said they're surprised at how well it's performing right off their financials after they talked about the money they lost the other day. Anyway, so on the second half, we are going to get into. Uh, Apple pushes back on right to repair with build you to parts pairing. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of silly. So we're also going to get into the Zora's movie maker magic, which is kind of cool. Um, we also have the first uh, flip phone that's not going to break the bank. Mm. Uh, someone a finally phone or a folding phone, a folding phone. Okay. Sorry, folding phone that's not breaking the bank. Um, that evens under the $500 mark. What? Yeah. Oh, boy. Showing that you can actually do this and you don't have to charge an arm and a leg. But we can't get it in America. No, we you can't. can. All right, we'll see. Um, we'll see what it, where you, when we get there. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Qualcomm Snapdragon uh, processor they have on it does have antennas for uh, American carriers in it. So, yeah, it has, well, it has the frequencies. Um, and at the very end, I am going to get into, um, and I know one of our listeners distinctly is loving the show right now, because um, he told me. <laughs> so you guys are going to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about it. So um, I'm going to be talking about Masters of the Air at the end of the podcast, um, because uh, the grandson of Robert uh, Rosalith, Rosenthith, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, sorry oh, guys, <laughs> reacts to Apple's show, uh, seeing his grant being played by, being yeah, his Father being obviously grandfather on screen mm-hmm. being played, uh, so which is kind of cool. I mean, this show is incredible <laughs> like, absolutely incredible with the special effects, right? The shit they can do now, holy shit. Um, it makes me kind of glad that they waited this long to actually do it, even though mm-hmm. it was supposed to be done years ago because CGI has come so far in just like five years, even. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, so yeah. I, I'm kind of glad they waited. So. But anyway. So that being said, what have we been up to? What's been going on? As usual, right before this podcast, we had a wonderful Pathfinder session, in a sense. Mm. A lot of sneaking around. <laughs> wow. Other things going on. I, I'm too tired to talk about Pathfinder. <laughs> like I'm just exhausted. So when I uh, rest assured, all I can say is you guys are minutes away from death because you you didn't think at all ahead about that entire situation. <laughs> Literally, 
told you guys to be careful. You picked a fight inside that building with a bar filled of people right outside with one of the like seven people you should be killing secretly. Well, planning has always been our well, the, the plan part. would have worked if the roll went. Oh, no, because the plan was not. <laughs> I was on board because I thought the plan was to trick them, but the plan turned out to be attack them. Like, what were you gonna do? Drag her off into the into the corner or something? <laughs> I realized when he shot the, the the net that you guys had planned to attack them. Not so. No, no matter how good the role was, you still would have been attacking them. And now, if you don't kill them quietly, which is gonna be almost impossible, and then escape. <laughs> you're gonna have how are you gonna you know what I mean like how are you gonna kill a bunch of two women inside a bar without anybody hearing it mm. Mm. you see what I'm saying we will see there are ways like <laughs> you guys are gonna have to get real skilled on that and real lucky <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting mm. but I think it would have went better if he shot the thing and we would capture and then I don't know, possibly killed her, I guess. I don't know. If it, that's if the net would have held her, she might have went into the water, or she could have dissolved it, or burned it, or who knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah and there's two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's two of them. <laughs> no, I guess we'll wait and see. <laughs> yeah, just saying, on the next, like there's gonna be there's gonna <laughs> be some rolling, and you gotta you're gonna have to pray to God mm. that Sheeta can keep people occupied out in that bar for a little while. Mm. <laughs> and that also puts you down that that fight is tuned for for me to have an npc player with you so you're fighting a much more difficult fight because you're down one party member yeah with her out out in the hallway yeah so we'll see but <laughs> things could get a little rough in this village and you haven't even started yet <laughs> yet. oh man that's what it is the life of a pathfinder it's not easy people anyway <laughs> All right, so won't get into it that much because we are, have a topic about it. But uh, we did play, start playing Hell Divers on Monday, and we were having a blast. We were actually yeah, having a good time. Yeah, we were spreading democracy. Yeah, um, I also uh, got the new Call of Duty, so I started playing the campaign, and it's and I'm asleep. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> Jesus, you dude, you realize I, you're talking about this Call of Duty, right? The new one, yeah. The, the new one that people were like, it's like four hours long. Yeah. And you spent what? 70 bucks on it? No, 50. 50? I have to insult you. You spent $50 well, on a four hour game. It was $48. Well, it's also got the multiplayer. But I wanted to play the campaign, and who cares? Dude, I love you, bro, but you're part of the problem. And they're never, they're never going to make a better Call of Duty until people like you stop letting them rip you off. Well, and. and- until you actually play a Call of Duty. I, I like the campaigns. I've always liked the campaigns. Even if I like the campaign, four hours isn't worth it. Yeah, no, I know. I know. But Especially I, since they probably reused assets from all the other ones they made. They went to the same plan. Uh, they're in the same area, so it really doesn't matter. Um, but <laughs> seriously, and then, like I said, Call of Duty uh, Infinite Warfare, whatever the hell it was, the one in space. That there's no used assets in that. It's completely different. It plays different. It's kind of unreal. Worthwhile, but the, 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 well, that's the tried. that's the one that everybody hated. 
but yeah, but, the, but it was again, it's actually pretty good. I'm kind of surprised. Again, no, I don't think everybody hated it. I think it's the same problem that we just had with that portable thing with Nate. It's uninformed people and fanboys. Actually, I'm just, look, actually I'm just looking at it, and a lot of people are speculating the reason why. In about a month or so, we're going to see a whole bunch of these end up back on the market really cheap. Because they have found that multiple bot scalpers, scalpers actually have caused nope. a hike in it. Yeah, they did. Nope. They did. Nope. 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 Dude, dude, you, you said you wanted to Hey, this was my talk. Like, Shush. Not the articles, dude. It is literally Shush. the best performing PlayStation we'll, item ever released. We will get to it. Shush. <laughs> so, anywho. The, it's the, the weird thing about it is it looks like this was a test on because I've heard that they want to go like a more of an open world idea. Yeah. And it's actually playing like there's like a campaign, but there's parts where it's like an ABC finish this mission, kind of like Helldivers do this mission, mission and mission. And then that finishes the campaign mm. or the uh, the level or whatever. Uh, so it's I, I, I kind of don't like that idea, but it's still got the story. It's just different. Mm hmm. And my only issue is, if you're making a trilogy, they should all play kind of the same. <laughs> like, if it's yeah. the same, like, the same storyline. Not like a Black Ops and then a, the Modern Warfare and then the Black... This has been the three games that are continuing a story, but each game plays slightly different, and it's kind of strange. Like, I mean, the the, 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 the full-on way it plays. So yeah, we went the, the there's, linear there's route. A lot, there's a lot of games that do that, though. We That's went the normal. linear now. Well, I don't play that many games so we no. got the linear route then we got this route that had like uh, like some survival and the second one where you had to do the, the crafting and stuff yeah but it was still linear now we got this like abc thing that's kind of like a zombie mode you know yeah. except you're fighting waves of people so it's a, it's a little it's a little strange but yeah. whatever well, anyway, i played that you'll get more into it later and then i was a huge mask fan as a kid M mask mobile armor strike command mask and there's a company that makes it's like a third party company that that that's remaking some some toys, mm -hmm. like they did the Centurions, Silverhawks. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they might do some Thundercats someday, but this is one of them, and I finally got it in, and it's freaking cool. It's awesome. I'm kind of excited about it, and it's got a cool little mount and stuff. But the this show was my favorite growing up, and. I'm proud of this. <laughs> uh, yes, it's a toy, everybody that's listening. It's a mask toy of the Thunderhawk, but they're called uh, they call the comp they call them Makina instead of mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's called the Red Gullwing. But yeah, pretty cool, pretty mm -hmm. cool. And I also pre-ordered another one that was actually never made on the show for one of the other characters. Oh, they they made her another vehicle in like the third season or something like that. But not in the the, her, the one she uses in the show. Yeah, yeah. She, uses, yeah. she has a Porsche yeah. that becomes like a submarine. Oh, so they're they're actually making that from scratch. So that's pretty mm -hmm. neat. Interesting. Yeah. Very very interesting. That's it for me. Call of Duty fan here. Call of Duty fan here. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, I haven't played much. I've mostly been playing Undernight Inverse Two. Did you see that the Humble Bundle had a huge like bundle on like Capcom fighting games? Yeah, they did some. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I think most of those I owned though. So I was like, oh, I, I didn't really look at like too many of those. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I wasn't actually gaming all that much this last couple of weeks. Um, but 
mostly been working, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> I've got a sh- I've got an actual sh- hopefully if they s- scheduled me the way my teaming schedule is supposed to be, yeah, yeah. I should have a 4-day off in a row. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Jesus. That's all I want. I just want some time off. <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I haven't actually been doing that much. Most I've been doing is actually watching stuff, but that's more in the second half mm-hmm. So, right. of the podcast. But let's get into... So, uh, Skull and Bones is extremely low medic score. <laughs> really? So, Ubisoft newly launched Skull and Bones is not faring well on the review agenda. Uh, so, it's Metacritic... Um, where it has received overwhelming negative ratings, gamers, uh, prior to its full release, uh, game testers had already complained about the game. <laughs> okay, why would you delay the game then? Uh, well, they delayed the game for no, years. They, no, they should have, like, after... After the, be- the beta? Or alpha yeah, or yeah they, people they should have went, oh, shit. Hmm. Um, revealed to the public, and obviously E3 2017 press conference, well, it's been that long, damn. Yeah. Uh, Skull Bones initially uh, marketed itself as an online open world game that would give its players opportunity to explore the Indian Ocean during the golden age of piracy and pirate captains and however that game yada, yada, spearheaded yada. by Ubisoft Singapore uh, supposedly went through <laughs> multiple changes of design and scope <laughs> in mid-production resulting in several delays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Skull finally it launched uh, February 16th but has received mostly negative reviews. 71% negative. A score up 3.1 out of 10. For the user rating, yeah. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> that is terrible. Holy crap. This is, we are like, okay. This is yet another game that has fallen flat on its face by a triple A title while indie independent studios are fucking crushing it. Mm. Well, it's funny. So I'm looking just at these photos here. When I saw people playing the beta, I didn't yep. see these, this image mm-hmm. like steering from the wheel. Never saw that. It was always like this huge third person view in the sky. Oh, yep. Yep. Unless they just like playing that way all the time. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Seeing people fire from the side, no, because it's like I said, it's just you're shooting from the ship. There's no, you're not moving people around. Oh, physically, the only time that I saw that they were moving people around physically, like in third person, is when they got to an island to walk around. There's no fighting, no combat, nothing that. In as a person, it's only on the ship. Only on the ship. Yeah, that's what I saw. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if it's better than that, but it's just a lot of driving around and shooting from the ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. And of course, they don't have any gameplay here, so. Like, and the thing is, like, obviously, what is the one game they'd have to completely crush to make this successful for one? If the, if this was, like, better than Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is meh. Yeah, me of Thieves. But they've, was, they've definitely gotten better. Sea of, sea of Thieves just did not impress me, not even in the slightest bit. Well, it's too I would, too. I would rather go play Skies of Icarus. Yeah, Guns of Icarus. Guns right? of yeah. Icarus, whatever. It was, it was, but, <laughs> but at least, at least with, uh, what is it called? Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. You were third or first person or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And first you worked. You, you worked. You worked. It was. It was. But you still worked together. 
As yeah, a team. You, yeah, you did. Yeah, there, you, you had to get water out of the ship. Yeah, and you had to fire while you were driving. Watch out over there! Oh, yeah. check over there! Yeah, you had to do all those things, which is cool. This is not like that at all. Yeah, so that's what I because I was excited for this if it yeah. was going to be like that, like a Guns of Icarus kind of actual, but with actual pirate ships. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun as hell. Yeah, exactly. This this is not. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Like I said, like that would be great getting a crew appeal. Man, the cannons! <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, that, that would make sense, but no. Like, imagine if you get, like, a hundred people on a server. <laughs> More than that. No, I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, make a battle royale. Freaking... Some, some of these big pirate ships had, like, like 40 or 50 guns on them, and each person had to man them. I know that, but... like, if you do I don't that... know if a server could handle that with these ships, you know? Oh, man. I would want... That would be so fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every, if you have four people on a ship... Doing whatever they can, because if you have so many, it's just not going to, it, it won't be as fun. No, no. Because no. there, there'll be no challenge, because you're running around back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was really hoping for it to be like that. I'm still waiting for my, you know, third-party Guns of Icarus, you know? Yeah. Rather than an indie developer. I don't see how, like, it's probably just a niche community. Like, Guns of Icarus is a lot of fun because of the way it's designed. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why there's not more games designed like that. Yeah. In general. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't have to be like Guns of Icarus, but like... Like, the only other games that are designed like that are like um, the Starship Artemis. Um, uh, yeah, but, but, the, but there's that's really all no interface. Or that's, all, that's all technical, but yeah, yeah. There's no actual... It's the same idea, though. You're all manning different parts of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but by a computer, you're not manning it like with a person. You are, but not that way. Or like I know this is silly, but like think just just think of a racing game, right? Yeah, yeah, you got a team of your racing team, and each person has to do like two laps at a time, and then you gotta the other guys have to do the pit stuff, and then jump in. One other guy goes in the car. You take turns driving and shit, or something, you know? I don't, yeah, but you have to work together, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like I, to work together. I don't games. know if a racing game would be a great idea for that. No, no, I know. I'm just saying, like just just a game where you work together to do stuff. Yeah. Or, like, just the, the, the Warships game, but if you were all on that one Warship. Yeah, if you were on, like, an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you had people that had to take, like, the planes out to bomb things, but they had to come back to your aircraft carrier. Mm. You know what I mean? Actually land and everything. And there was people manning the guns, the turrets, uh, the people, the guy on the radar. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And you had a hundred of them, and they had to... Only one could win. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I, what was Guns of Icarus? It was like about like it was like what about thirty people? It was like no, four ships fighting yeah, each other. Thirty or forty like people or something like that. Yeah. And the other ship had like five people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. But a, a AAA studio could easily, you mean, get a hold of a good server farm to handle like hundreds of people on a server. Yeah. In one game, um, where you have like tons of ships. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. I mean, a real pirate game where you could actually have an open world and you're going around interacting with NPCs. Then all of a sudden, this other pirate ship shows up at, when you're about to leave and just starts blasting you. To know Plus, it. that's one of the issues with Sea of Thieves. I've, oh. I've never seen people. Play, I'm sure it happens. I just I've never seen people play and uh, like had to battle another live team. Oh, I'm sure it happens, but I've never seen it when any anything I've watched. Yeah, but like it's so cartoony. Like, can we get like we have the technology, mm-hmm. 
it can be possible. Like a realistic looking pirate game where you're actually open world, you're actually fighting other pirates. Yeah, because uh, in Sea of Thieves, there's actually a bunch of stuff they've added. Mm-hmm. There's like points where you're like in the middle of the sea and you swim off the ship underwater into like a chamber. Yeah, and there's like hidden treasure in it. Oh, yeah, it's kind of neat. Or there's a, you get attacked by the the giant kraken and stuff. Yeah, I don't want I, I don't want the I mean it's you don't cool. want the mythical pirate stories. Well, I don't want the mythical because they were mythical for a reason because they weren't <laughs> real. Um, but um, no. Um, I mean, I want like more of. I want the human element to be the biggest threat. I don't. I don't want the oh, environment okay. to be the biggest threat. Right. I want the human element to be the mm-hmm. biggest threat. Um. So and you know I mean and most of the game being taken up uh, by just you. Know I mean, if I want to do that, yes, I'll go play it. I don't know. But I, if I oh, want to yeah, play yeah. a game where I'm a pirate and I'm going out like trying to find, I want to be able to be like not be able to. I want to be in an environment where I'm looking out where it's like a dark forest. The moment I move and give my presence away, something's coming after me to take my shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to play. All right. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Grim has much to say about Skull and Bones. No, I don't care about Skull and Bones. It looked. It did not come out the way it was open, and yeah. Sea of Thieves has always been shit, so I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, PS5 Pro console expected to release later this year. Um, I wouldn't expect till next year, but I mean, how long was I forget how long it was between the Slim and the PS4 Pro? It wasn't too long. I want to say it was like a year and a half. I think. When did the PS5 come out? Well, I'm not worried about, but we just got the slim version of it. That's what I'm going by. Oh, that's right. Um, so I think it was like a year and a half or something. Then we got the pro or it was two years. I don't remember. Mm. Um, oh, it's been four years since PS5 released. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. It's crazy. It's like one of those things. Like it's, yeah. Like, I don't know. Have you ever heard anything in your forums, Grim, about the PS4 Pro or PS5 Pro? Uh, just the usual talking about it. Yeah, like people aren't really focusing on it right now. They're too busy. <laughs> Honestly, NeoGAF is too busy laughing at and shitting all over Microsoft. <laughs> like every page is just that. Why? Because Microsoft's going to let them have their games in quotes. Well, because no, because people again keep in mind that it's not actually Xbox that they're clowning on. They're clowning on the pathetic people that like spent all of last week saying stuff like "ride or die" on Xbox to the end. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. More. There's all these pathetic people, and they're making fun of like the people that actually believe Phil Spencer when he says we're only releasing these four games, nothing else. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. the reality is, if any one of them sell, any one of them hits, like if Sea of Thieves gets a million, like a I don't know, 25 million players off of PlayStation. Guess what? Every game they have is coming to PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the uh, they got to the do belief, a test. They're doing a test run. Yeah, this is a test run for a dying platform. They Microsoft Microsoft knows that because the Xbox is literally not selling, it's selling so poorly that it's laughable. That they have to either get a market for Game Pass on the computer or on other systems and they're not breaking into the computer as well as they need to they need to break into another market in order to to sustain it because if they launch another xbox in in two years say they launch xbox 
180, uh, 1800 or whatever, <laughs> whatever stupid name they'll come up with. And that thing sells 25 million. Like all of this system seem to do now. Mm-hmm. That means again, they have a market base of 25 million to get subscribing to game pass. And they have a theoretical market base of like 5 million on place on the, on the PC because no, it, nobody uses a mar, uh, what do you call it? the microsoft store or game pass on pc mm-hmm. those number like those were it was revealed in the doc uh court documents it's something like 80 percent are on xbox and the 20 percent are on pc and with them having 30 million subscribers you're looking at like what five six million on pc mm. so realistically no matter how you look at it they cannot sustain a mar- like a platform and build a base for Game Pass, if it sits on a console, nobody's buying. So yeah. they have to break out into a bigger market. Oh yeah, they and that have bigger to. market is PlayStation and um, what the fuck? Nintendo. Um, Nintendo. Yeah. But I like uh, the thing that gets me is like all these studios they have now. Like, how are these studios and developers not going? Uh, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> like. You're not delivering what you promised us. Well, I would say. Well, they own most uh, of them. People well, I mean, happy with mediocrity. Well, no, I mean the actual like people that run the project stuff like that. Going, yeah, we're going over to uh, this company now. Bye. You can try to run this company all you want, mm. but we're leaving. They, maybe they didn't contract. Dude, it, it's know. getting so pathetic. People actually believe this, and I laughed because I know it's fucking not true. <laughs> the other day, I, no, I swear to God, you're gonna laugh at this. So, Hell Divers comes out, smash hit. Guess what happens like three days later? People that work at 343, the people who cannot get a Halo game right, come out and go, yeah, we pitched an idea to do a game just like Helldivers for Halo ODST like five years ago, and they wouldn't let us do it. <laughs> Fuck you, wow. I call bullshit. Uh, that's I call bullshit 343. You are trying to fucking pretend like you're not the problem with Halo. I hate Halo, but even I know that people who love Halo hate it now because of the studio that's making it. Yeah. And these assholes are trying to ride the coattails of another game and be like, oh, that was our idea. Microsoft wouldn't let us do it. No. (laughs) You assholes had free reign on on Halo, which is why it changed so much. You played Halo like years ago, right, Nate? Oh, yeah. We we used to have have living parties. Yep. You remember, have you played any newer Halo? Yeah. So you can see the difference. It feels oh, yeah. like a slow Call of Duty now. Oh, yeah. No, Halo is terrible now. Oh, my God. Yeah, it that... feels like a slow Call of Duty. You're telling me that the people at 343 who were given free reign to do whatever they want with Halo just made a slow Call of Duty because Microsoft told them to? No. <laughs> They made a slow Call of Duty because they have no originality at that studio and thought that they could rip Call of Duty off and get a bigger player base. Yeah, well, they and also... now they're trying to rip off Helldivers. And mark my words, the next Halo you see will have like uh, an entire thing built around the flood in Helldivers. Yeah, they'll try to rip it off, and then people will be like, "Oh, well, they had that idea before anyway." Yeah, yeah. Just, just bad studios always run their mouths. Oh man, well. We haven't gotten deep into Helldivers, but part, you know, a lot, like I said earlier, a lot of it's kind of like the zombie maps, the zombie modes. Yeah. Where, where you got waves. Of, there's waves, but. Uh, yeah. You get to fight off. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it's the most original thing. I'm just saying, you know, damn well that that studio 
did not come up with that idea. Yeah, but the story behind They're it just... is hilarious. It's great. Now, okay, yeah. so Helldivers. Now, who makes Helldivers? Real Arrowhead. quick. We're, we're going to get in more. Okay, Arrowhead, as far as I know, is a fairly independent studio. They're funded well. Nope. They're not an indie studio, but they're an independent they're, they're like studio. A second, they're they're not like well... a second party studio, and they're not funded well either. That's why they're having massive issues I don't, with their but, servers. I don't um, mean that. They, I mean... They, they only sold about 400,000 copies of the first Helldiver. They're not a very funded studio, but Sony published and gave them a ton of money behind this this IP, and Sony owns the Helldiver's IP because they saw what they were working on, and they were like, oh, this is going to be good. No, I don't mean like so that. They, I mean, they have more money than an indie studio. Um, only because they had one hit, but you can't say that because there are other there are other indie studios who had hits, too. Mm. They're, they're like a middle ground indie studio it's not like they they had a hit that sold a good amount and that's where they made and that's how they ended up where they are now but there are other indie studios who have also had hits and that's how they ended up where they are now yeah 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 no this, yeah but that's what i mean like this is like in what we just were talking about with like skull and bones a complete triple a studio failure and yet another not completely independent studio knocks it out of the park again mm. Like, how many times are the AAA studios going to be have their face in the dirt before they go? <laughs> yeah, but here's shit. the thing: people <laughs> people like to pretend that it's all about the big studios. Like, I think EA is a shitty company, but people like to pretend that EA is the reason why all their games are shit. And I think the truth of the matter is, a lot of these big time three uh, AAA studios, a lot of their games are shit. Not because of the interference they claim is all happening all the time, but more because once you get a nice cushy job, you don't try very hard. And I mm. think a lot of these studios have very nice cushy jobs. No, like the reason why Assassin's Creed is always kind of hey, that's okay, but there's no real creativity, is because why would any of their developers try to do anything new? They get paid, they get overpaid to do the same game every time and as long as it's a smash hit they don't have to worry about anything yeah, so no. why would they take any risk no you're right but they also do kill games there's like there's hard evidence they EA will completely kill games and kill studios um, yeah I'm not dude I'm not saying that EA's hands are clean yeah. I'm saying the people that pretend that it's only the, the publisher again like people pretending well Microsoft can't make a good game yeah and half their studios can't make a good game too. It's not just Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not Phil Spencer walking in and going, "Your game looks like shit. Do this." Like that. <laughs> that no, they're hiring people who don't want to know how to make a good game, and they're they're in control of the studio and they have shitty ideas and they have enough clout with like Phil Spencer to be allowed to do their shitty idea. Yeah, and their game ends up bad because of it. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. And we're seeing, like, for instance, like, we, from Blizzard themselves, like, a whole bunch of shit's been coming out from Blizzard since the dumpster fire began. Um, and one of the things that now we are seeing, we saw, it. well, what did they did it open beta for a short bit with Stormgate. Um, and it's going to be released, I think it's another half a year till it's actually released. But so far, it's insanely promising of a game. Like, an actual, like, if you merge Warcraft and Starcraft, and which is obviously the two games all these guys made. Mm. looks incredible so far um and they're already getting like like people interested like obviously like red bull and all these people that do the esports stuff going Ooh, this could be interesting um 
Uh, so they're in negotiations with a lot of those people. One of the developers are talking about it's not a definite. Nothing's happened yet because the game's not completely done. Um, but it's on the radar of theirs now, which is kind of cool. So if this game, if the development goes well and the balance is decent, it's it's going to be it's <laughs> it's going to put some other esports behind. Mm. And it's going to make Blizzard regret, oh, why didn't we invest in RTS? I don't think that's going to happen at all. Why? Because as much as I think the game will be good, uh, real-time strategy is a dead genre, and there's barely anybody watching it anymore. I don't know about that. No, no, Nate, there's barely anybody watching StarCraft 2 anymore. That's why why it's shrunk so small. That's why they have... um, tasteless and artosis doing it on video and not in the studio anymore because they're all cutting corners to make to save money because they're just it's not alive anymore well no yeah that's starcraft too the starcraft uh the remake was uh still doing insanely well now though uh brood wars is doing really well still dude this is see this is why i argue with him all the time (laughs) Because he, no, you live, you want something <coughs> to be so true, Nate, that you twist it. Yes, Brood Wars is doing well for the teeny tiny market Brood Wars has. But the teeny tiny market of people watching Brood Wars is like 4% of the people watching League of Legends. Oh, they yeah, found yeah, a way yeah, 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 to make yeah. Money. They have found a way to keep themselves stable and make money. Yeah. But they're like a pop, mom and pop store that's just barely surviving. It's not doing well. It's on life support, and they figured out how to keep it alive. Yeah. Um, but you're all like, no, it's doing quite well. No. Well, no, but like a game's not going to go on forever. Like StarCraft Two wasn't going to go on forever. It started having problems with the random updates they were doing, breaking the game so bad that. Yeah, but now you you're under the impression that a that a that a a, a, a fan base on life support is going to automatically <clears throat> blow up the second they were this new game comes out from the studio of X developers and it's going to revive the entire thing. That's like a one in a million chance of them reviving any sort of esport pre- um, position with that. Yeah, I don't know. But first they got to, first they got to get an entire new era of new players because no one's going to pay attention to 40, 50 year olds who used to play these games playing. Oh yeah. So no, no, it'll be, yeah. for a, it, they have to blow up in a team market yeah. and then go from there. Yeah. On Twitch it's, right now, there's a thousand viewers on Star, StarCraft 2. The... A thousand viewers. Yep. And then. That's terrible. Well, there's like two on StarCraft Remastered. Well, no one's playing. Who's going to play StarCraft Remastered? Um. Yeah. But, man, let's just. The... Can, I brow- can I just browse by top games? So StarCraft is so far far off the actual top of the list that I don't see it unless I scroll down through. Oh games. yeah, yeah, no, it's not going to be because not people are not interested. Like that—that's that, my point. I don't think the new game is going to revive the market enough to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like again, they would have to have a miraculous comeback, and it's like a one in a million shot. This game will be fun to play. But it's not going to revive the StarCraft, any kind of like real-time strategy scene, especially since nowadays everything's so focused on team. Five hundred forty-five uh, on eSport. StarCraft. Mm. What's One. up? Five hundred forty-five viewers on the regular StarCraft. 
like what they should have done really is they should have sat down and tried to come up with a new way to do uh, a real-time strategy game that focused on teams. Because if you did something that focused on teams, you'd end up in a situation where um, you could uh, tap into the market that is big right now, which is team-based esports games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the stuff people are watching and paying attention to. Yeah, I don't know. It. I just don't think they're going to be able to revive it as much as the game is fun. We will. It see. looks good. We I don't. Will. I'll be back. At uh, least not from an e-port, esports standpoint. They could probably revive it from a player standpoint. Yeah. Um. I don't know. We'll yeah. see because we saw a bunch of new players, uh, in the open beta, and they did a couple small tournaments and stuff already, which is kind of cool. But, um. Yeah, and it looks promising, even though they only have two races right now. There's a third one that they're still working on, but they said they has to. There's a lot more balancing and stuff they have to do to get it before they even like let people test it. So, but we will see about that. Um, anyway, the PSP portable, well, not PSP portable. The PSP portable is playable <laughs> on the PS portal, the PlayStation portal. Uh, so a Google engineer, um, and his. Actual title is Ethical Hacker. He's one of their head security people, uh, uh, security engineers. Um, and if anybody doesn't know, Ethical Hacker is a real job, and it's the one of the top five paying jobs in the world um, because you're paid to make sure people don't break into big corporations with hacks. Nate, you can try um, to prop him up all you want with whatever statement he's about to claim, but... Well, no, this, well, no, this, I'm saying was the way he did. He didn't, he, okay, so he hacked the uh, PS portal, PlayStation portal, uh, and was playing PSP games on them, on it, locally. Um, he has also stated that there was, there is, aside from Sony saying there's no memory on it, there is memory on it. Because uh, that's one, why, when Sony asked why you can't play games locally, Sony said there's no memory on the actual device, and there is. Because this guy found it <laughs> and installed, obviously somehow got installed emulators onto it and was able to play uh, PSP games. Uh, he says he is not revealing at this time how he actually achieved the hack. Um, because obviously for reasons Sony would get kind of pissed, especially the fact that he, and it would probably compromise his job as well. And he gets paid fairly well, so I don't think he wants to do that. But what this will do right after this is that just the nature of it, because people are already trying to get into this thing and figure it out. That's going to go, there is a thread. So what you're saying is he's not ethical. He's, no, he g- knows that people will find it, which is why he stated it was available. Well, you know, he stated it's possible. Now people go, it is possible. And now they're going to, people will not give up their efforts and go, we're going to figure this out now. Granted, he had the power of Google's, like, insanely powerful servers to freaking work this out but still <laughs> that is the big difference of that but he is yeah i mean i'm sure he's like obviously he didn't get that job for no reason he knows what he's doing getting into systems and breaking into systems um so yeah and it won't be long until we actually i'm saying it won't be it will i'll probably be weeks before we see something posted this is how you actually install games locally onto the playstation portal and it, yeah, it'll be it'll be over from there for the hack. Uh, 
which is fine. I think it should have been that way anyway. If they would have just made it so you could play PS5 games and then be like, hey, if you want to subscribe, say like six bucks a month or something, you can play uh, from an online library PSP games. That would have been really cool. But they didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the, the like 2.3 million people who have already bought it in four months are pretty happy with it. But then again, you don't have those actual numbers because you're coming from a biased position. I I just I googled sales out of the blue and it said scalpers hike up uh, PS portals numbers. What do you call it? And while the actual sales sit dry, and there's like twenty articles all pointing this out. First of all, no, there's not. That's one article (laughs) that says that. And number two, you cannot. (laughs) ignore financials need they can't lie during financials no no of course they can't lie but financials are sales and use of the product have been great then guess what they can't say that to shareholders or they will be sued so they can't be lying can they well no so which do you believe more the the actual release of financials to their investors or some jackass news reporter with no clue what he's talking about. Well, no, the sales can be real. Like scalpers can buy all of them, and the, the sales will still be there. Sales and use are both exceeding expectations. Yeah, but they actually haven't revealed how many users are actually using it. They haven't disclosed that. They said they're not going to yet. Dude, I'm looking at the financials. Yeah, the financials. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, but, the other day when yeah, they but, dropped that thing about yeah, losing $10 but, million. Dollars. Yeah, but financials and user data are two different things. And they're on two different oh ports. Oh, my God. You know, I'm not even going to argue with you. Because <laughs> you, you have no information. You have one article. I can show you 100 articles about how they claim it's the fourth best-selling PlayStation product they've ever released. I can show you those it's, articles. It's selling, but everybody hates it. They, they, it's it's really like I found like a, like I can Google. I'm just they did through, fix it to I'm make going, it work better with the internet. I'm going like, through article after article after article. Like I've went through three pages now, all saying the same thing that scalpers have falsely hiked up that price, uh, falsely hiked up that number. The sales yeah, okay. number. Mm-hmm. The scalpers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Let's take a look. Sales. Let's take. We know the sales are good. We know the sales oh, are good. Looking, I'm looking. So we got <laughs> fourth balance, best best balance system outsold Xbox in, P, um, okay. in the two months. It's uh, four months. It's been out. It's sold more than Xbox. Good. I'm not saying it didn't sell. It sold really Dude, well. Scalpers are not going to keep buying it if people aren't buying it after Nate. If the first wave was bought by scalpers and then no one bought it after, the next shipment is not going to be picked up by those scalpers again because it's a lost cause. Do we have any I at the store? We've never like, received them. Oh, really? For example, this is how no. it works with, with, with WoW. When you, if you, have, you have this thing called auctioneering, it, it shows you how to fuck with markets. So you go and buy something that's really important on the market and then you repost it. If that item never sells, you don't buy more of that because the market doesn't want it. You cannot sit here and say that no one's using it or wants it if scalpers bought them and then rebought more because they sold them. People are buying them at three, four, five hundred dollars. That means there's a fucking demand for it. Yeah. That's how it works. I don't know. I don't buy it. You're you're right, Nate. You're right. <laughs> the, way demand, the way demand works is that if someone buys a product and then doesn't, if someone scalps tickets to a fucking like a Lakers game, and then nobody is willing to buy those tickets, the scalper goes out and buys more tickets to the Lakers game. Do you know how fucking stupid that sounds? <laughs> but that's not a physical thing. 
Yeah, that's not a fit. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, if, if you buy a hundred of those things, Bazinga, if you're a scalper and you buy a hundred of those things, and then you can't sell even a quarter of them because no one wants it, as Nate is claiming, mm -hmm. then you're not going to buy more. So if people are continually scalping it and still selling it constantly, that means there is a market for it, is it not? Well, there's still people that are curious about it too, but I'm not saying I don't know. It's, I'm sure it's selling. It's selling out so often that they're having trouble restocking it. But what are they using it for? <laughs> what are you talking, dude? It's so. See, this is what, it's you, you dude, can only play the games. A, no, are, all you need is a Wi-Fi portal. So if you're mm -hmm. at work and you have Wi-Fi that can connect to your PlayStation, you can fucking range play it like you used to do with the old fucking thing. The Vita. You know how they had like the yeah old, yeah I know that remote play. Yeah. So that means people can buy this. For example, I know a guy on World of Warcraft, who is a security guard. He sits around all night inside where he works. Mm -hmm. They got plenty of Wi-Fi. He has one. He just sits down and turns it on and remote plays his PlayStation from work with it. Yeah, but you can only play the games that are installed on your PlayStation. What the fuck's the problem with that? What do you... Do, do you like Cloud Warzone? Play. Do you like Warzone? Yeah. I don't play on that, but yeah. If it's installed on your PlayStation, you could. I know. If I had... um. Uh, let's say I put Tactics Ogre on my PlayStation and I bought the portable. I could play it on lunch every day if the Wi-Fi held up a job lot, which it doesn't because it's shit. <laughs> but I could play that every day at work if I wanted to. Yeah, but, or you could buy the Backbone and do that too. Yeah, it's just hundred dollars. My point is <laughs> you can't ignore the fact that people are buying it because, again, why would you fucking scalp it and keep scalping it Mm -hmm. five months out if it yeah. wasn't selling still i just i just my only issue with the portal is just subpar i, yeah. I don't think it's great either but yeah. what i'm saying is nate's information has got to be fucking wrong if the scalpers are literally buying it still every time a shipment comes out yeah, yeah, you're yeah. saying scalpers are buying it left and right mm -hmm. they're not going to keep buying them if they're not making their money back yeah the well, only place i could find online that was product up is uh GameStop that's one ninety nine. Everything else is like two eighty nine, two forty, six ninety nine. Those, those are the scalper I'll, sites. And we, also, I'll point out that the biggest issue here is when I came into the thing, he was literally like, "Oh, it's going to go down as one of the biggest failures ever." It's the most ignorant statement I've ever heard. Okay, okay but say Grim in like about a half a year, all of a sudden the sales drop off. Scalpers give up on it finally, and they start pushing them back to the market for like fifty bucks. If not that, it is going to go down and it's worse. Well, I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a failure in that idea. I just think it's more of a failure in what it could have been. Oh, it could have been something great, but it's going to be something great now. With what? Did you even talk yeah, about this? Yeah, we talked about the Okay. <laughs> it's going to be something great. Where'd they I, find the memory? Does it say? It does, he's not going to reveal that. Oh. Because he... He's an ethical hacker who makes over 300,000. No, he dude. makes he's over, around, he man. makes over 300,000 a year. Oh, he's not going to compromise his job. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he's not going to show how to do it. No. Oh, but but what I said to Grim is that like what this is going to do, other people are already trying to go, shit, this can do, it is possible. Let's do it. I want him to do it with that freaking what? Game and watch. That was done. No, they only were able to just replace the games. They weren't able to add more memory to it. People did. They soldered more memory onto it. Oh, I need to find these videos. <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. every Nintendo game on one of those things. <laughs> yeah, they're be perfect. Okay? People did. They soldered more memory onto it. <laughs> and they made it like twice as thick. 
No, I don't want that. <laughs> I just want so, to put an SD card in. Long story short, it's clear that Nate didn't want to like this thing in the first place. He doesn't have any actual factual information about how it's selling. Again, logically, you're not going to fucking continue to buy something that people aren't buying from you if you're trying to flip shit. Yeah. You're not going to buy 10 houses and then try to flip them. No one buys the 10 houses, so you buy 10 more. Actually, that's, that's, that's exactly what they're doing right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what they're doing right now. Mm. It's so bad. <laughs> the brand new houses no. there? Oh, the on the road? Yeah. 700,000. That's not what they're doing. They thought the market would be in a different spot when they bought them in the first place. No, that's there's... a different problem. Oh, the, they are the now. The scalpers didn't think. <laughs> the scalpers didn't buy the first shipment and then think, "Oh, these are going to sell." A month later, oh, they didn't sell. Well, I'll go buy a hundred oh, no. more. We we will we will come back to this in about a half a year. Yeah, we'll see when it's on eBay for fifty mm -hmm. bucks. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because <laughs> like, well, the housing thing, the housing market's just fucked. Oh, it's dude, gonna... there's nothing. There it's, is nothing for sale. That's under five hundred thousand. It, it's it's going to go pop. It, it like it's like it's like watching a giant balloon blow up to like the size of the earth and go. How is that not exploded yet? Those houses that are being <laughs> built right now should be like three, three hundred. Oh, way less than that. None but, of it's exploding because Biden's administration is propping yeah. up the economy until it blows up, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's it's they it, they they've basically hooked it up to a car battery to try to keep it alive, <laughs> and then they keep telling people that. No, he's hooked up to a car battery. <laughs> Meanwhile, me and Aaron spend two hundred twenty bucks on food every week, and we run out of food on like Thursday. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so you two get everything's way too expensive. All right, you two get into Helldivers while I head off real quick. All right. <laughs> Helldivers 2. Temporarily cap concurrent players to around 450,000 to help with server stability. Helldivers 2 was also just passed as the all-time Steam concurrent record of Grand Theft Auto 5. They've passed it. Um, so we played this the other night, and uh, it was fun. It was really fun. And, and I, I went to Grim, and I'm like, Grim, this isn't PvP. Are you feeling okay? Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh man, I just blew all my energy. <laughs> yelling at yelling at his bias bullshit. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm having a blast with it. I'm actually annoyed we didn't get to play tonight. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm super excited to play again very soon. You haven't been able to tr trick everybody, anybody else to get it, huh? Nobody's picked it up yet that <sighs> I know of, and it's pissing me off because it's well worth the pickup. But people yeah, are like. Yeah. I don't know, but um, my bigger concern is try. I need to figure out how like grouping works because I want to put group in randos and I can't. Mm. I haven't been able to find any yet, but yeah. I know it works. Now in the game, what is there anything that we like haven't learned about? Like there's like we had that that we were fighting against those terminators and one thing. I know there's there's more different types. Is of there more to this game? I'm expect I'm expecting there's a lot more to it because uh -huh. the the thing they have set up means it has to be something like they have that whole thing tracking how much you liberate and stuff. Yeah, I think we're gonna be in for shit like events where like cities are being attacked and we're gonna get airdropped into cities to fight. Okay, and stuff. There's probably gonna be more creatures eventually. 
I was really but hoping I, that there'd be like um just like to have like some kind of map mode where there's all of us. Like 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 yeah, not all of us, be- but like a bunch of players on one map. Yeah. Doing missions, we're walking by each other and doing shit. Like I thought of an excellent battle royal mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically battle uh, royale with the 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 the, the uh, yeah. missions. But I I know people were like what probably like what you don't need PVP in every game, but it's not technically PVP. The idea would be like would be more like Tetris Battle Royal. It would just be like a hundred players, a uh, hundred squads broken off into like sectors, hmm. and you would just you would basically be doing nothing but a uh, hand second. I'm being killed. <laughs> um. Any yeah. No. I'm getting triple teamed by bads. <laughs> but, anyway, the idea would be that you um you would see you would be fighting in these groups and just wave after wave, and every time its squad goes down, it, it get it's just eliminated until there's only one squad standing. You're not fighting against other people, but you're just fighting against increasingly difficult waves. Mm-hmm. Or and you- then you could have like you could have stratagems that people could gain that do stuff like you know how like in Tetris you shit on other people when you're doing hot potato mode. Mm-hmm. It would just be like a stratum where like it would increase the number of units crashing in on their wave to make it harder. Or for like them. or like they get ahead in like your ship that that you get uh, saved from gets damaged if you keep yeah. and then you lose and you you have no way home and then game over. There'd, there'd be more things I could do with a mode like that, but yeah, the game itself is excellent. I don't. We have only scratched the surface, dude. So how am I supposed to know? I yeah. I hope we just like scratch the surface. I hope it's not like there's, just the same thing over and over again. There's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of quest modes and stuff, but even if it is, apparently because it's so hectic, it's always fun. Yeah, you mm-hmm. never know what's gonna happen with the craziness and that nuke thing was funny. Yeah, that shit. Was <laughs> and great. You can like I said, you can salute. So we we saluted the the nuke going off. Oh, uh. <laughs> uh, it, it's fun. What was that? That's from something. What the hell was it? It's a, it's a bit. Uh, it's like an old bit. Oh, what the heck was it? Was it the, a Monty Python thing? I'm not sure if it was Monty Python. I forget what it was from. It was from. It might have been a British comedy. I'm not sure. Um, but there is a whole bit where like they nuke something. I forget. And there's like this old like rigid general, and he's like, <laughs> I think that might be. What, I can't remember what the hell it's from though. It's some comedy from like the 70s, I think. Uh-huh. I can't remember offhand, but yeah, it. I, I can see the scene in my head, but I'm pretty sure, like, yeah. That's what they probably took it from. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, what else about Helldivers? That's it. That's all you got. He he, he 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 wore himself out yelling at you. Okay. Yeah, I'm just. I I've been tired, dude. I'm having a pretty shitty couple of weeks. Just energy wise. Um. And I'm been running around all day but yeah in general the game uh you know let me get my head together all right so the basic premise of hell divers is you you just drop missions like you pick off of like a, a giant mission board like a global thing and they have all they have like uh bars that represent how much a place has been liberated as they call it and it's like a like a unified uh what do you call it? Um, effort. It's a it's a unified <laughs> effort to uh, build these bars up so that you can um, activate all of them. 
and then f- liberate them. I'm not sure what that's going to do, but it's crazy shit like that that is mixed in with it. So, mm. like, for example, if we drop on uh, Termin- Terminus, I think it's called, like a hundred fucking times, we're slowly going to contribute to the bar building up. I don't know what's going to happen when you liberate certain sections of the galaxy, but who knows what kind of crazy shit they have planned for that. Hmm. So maybe And you just do the missions as a bunch. Of, I, we've only done like four different types, but there's apparently there's hundreds of different types of missions. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I just don't know them all. We haven't done many. Hmm. But apparently there's a, a metric fucked on. Interesting. Like, the first, the first one we tried was, like, save save these uh, Marines okay. from the Terminators, basically. Yeah. And from a lack these... of democracy. For, yeah, from the, there was these a robots. A lack of freedom. <laughs> yeah, these <laughs> no, robots. And they just they just come, come and we open a door and they run to another door. Uh, and they also get killed by them. And we had no idea what the hell we were doing. Yeah, Dying left and right. killed pretty quickly by us, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, we could shoot each other, too. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I might pick that game up. Uh, most oh. sto- most uh, stores are selling it for 35 bucks. I was looking. Yeah, on the PlayStation. No, no, all all the different gaming websites are all thirty five bucks. I was looking earlier. It was well, yesterday. It was thirty eight. Oh, I think. Yeah. When we bought it on Monday, well, when I bought it on yeah. Monday. Yeah. But, uh, the funny thing is, did you ever heard of Divers One? Hell Divers One. Yeah, I briefly heard about it. <laughs> it was an I. It was like a top down shooter. Yeah. Like uh, a dual- Dual yeah. stick shooter. What's his uh, face? Oh, wow. What's his face liked it? Uh, Dave liked that game. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's thirty nine ninety nine on Steam. Yeah, it's on Steam, but I'm, about, I'm talking about all the other like games, websites that sell games and stuff. There's like a whole ton of them out mm-hmm. there. All They're right. all on average about 35 bucks. Hmm. So. Lucky you. I didn't even look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <coughs> um, I go to a site. It's like, where is this game? Something like that. I forget. The <laughs> where is this game? Something like that. No, it's com. something like. Is this game sold anywhere cheaper or something? I can't remember. Uh, the website's actually called that. And it actually gives you a list of every single website that's selling the game and their actual price they're selling it at. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so, a cool idea. And it also gives you a rating if they're credible or not. Like, oh, um, like, like, it does, like it doesn't list G2A because G2A is known for nefarious activity. Mm-hmm. So it's not, that's not even actually on that site because... Well, that's good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. It's mostly because developers sell keys to places like that, but it depends on the certain cut and stuff like that and what they can take for a profit. Mm-hmm. And these websites will compete against each other and sell games slightly cheaper while only getting a little bit of a profit, but it gets traffic to their website. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. there's a whole thing that goes on with that. But anyway, so that's been gaming. We're going to move on to the second half of the podcast where we're going to get into some Apple, not so great Apple stuff. Even though I'm an Apple user now, you we are. Need, you need a MacBook. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need a MacBook. Um, Get an old one. I, don't, I actually thought about buying an old like 2014 MacBook because I can get them. You can get them for like 90 bucks on eBay. Oh geez, that's a little too far. It's got to be an Intel though. You got to get at least an Intel though. Yeah, yeah, they're all Intel. Yeah, like uh, most of them I'm looked at are i5s. Okay, which are decent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're halfway decent. I mostly get it because I just want to buy it to mess with and hack around with, mm-hmm. um, which actually will I'll get into it in the second half because that's more technology based. Mm-hmm. What I'm planning, my next server I'm actually going to be making. Uh-oh. It's going to be a whole home lab before I get done with this thing. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Uh, but I I want to break away from like Google's like Google's. 
in general. It's just funny how he was a Googleholic, and now he's back to Apple, and he hates Google. Like, what the fuck, Nate? <laughs> well, no, I'm more of like, I like Apple, and I do like the fact that Apple told the government about getting access to their cloud uh, database. They told them to go basically screw, mm-hmm. uh, which I pay for now since that happened. I actually pay for cloud like storage from okay. Apple since they did that. Um, so he's but, got a lot of stuff to hide, everyone. So, um, yeah, <laughs> apparently. Um, but no, but now I want to transition to building a server for getting. So we won't, as a, as Tech Prime, we're not going to be, we won't use Google Drive anymore. Google Drive will be gone. Oh, okay. Um, all the same with Google Docs, all that gone. We'll use LibreOffice um, and everything, which means if at the studio, if we're doing anything, hey, can we look at that data from that episode or that shoot we did like last week? Oh, yeah. Go to the server. Go check it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean. So and that, like blind and, magic. Yeah. And that way we can also, after we're done doing a shoot, you can immediately put it in this computer. Boom. Put it on the drive. Put it onto the server. And oh. anybody can get to it. Okay. No more tr- transferring files. No. We can just, <laughs> it's up on the server. Cool. So, which will be cool. But we'll get into that in the second half more. Uh, I want to get, I'll get more into detail about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also are going to get into Zora's movie making magic. This it's it's pretty neat. I mean, there's already been AI generating movie things, but this is like the pinnacle so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the coolest things we are going to get into is the first actual folding folding phone that is not going to break your wallet for no reason. Mm. So, which is really don't cool. tempt me, Nate. <laughs> this is like one of the things that could tempt me back to Android. Uh, but anyway, it's got good specs. It does got it has the halfway decent spec. I mean, right. it's, we'll it's 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 halfway decent. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Halfway decent. So By word and, of the day, we'll see. And then obviously at the end, I'm going to get into Masters of the Air because it's absolutely incredible of a show. Um, I haven't watched enough, so I'll be leaving before that. But you've watched the first two though. I haven't eaten and I'm falling asleep, man. Okay. Okay. Like <laughs> okay. Okay. That's how I am when I'm doing D and D. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, hey, dude, like I said, if you can't play, I understand, man. I'm not gonna uh, make you play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so that being said, let me tell you about our sponsor and our wonderful podcast network, The Dorkening. Hey, kids! It's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Token With, my god man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dorkening Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of nerdy goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways 
Podcast Network. Give a listen, dudes. Cowabunga is this podcast for you. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, the bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here. Music, pants, quoting video games that don't have dialogues, shabibans, tasty news, unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia, butt breathers, uncomfortable nature facts, or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidoctopus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidoctopus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar podcast networks with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. And we are back, everybody. We're going to get into what we've been watching and stuff before we do that. Though, looking at some tech with all that stuff, you know what we're getting into. Um, obviously, I actually already went over all of that. I'm not going to do it again. So <laughs> let's just get into what we've been watching, what we've been absorbing. <laughs> what have I been? I've, I've been pretty busy late the last couple of weeks, but... Uh, I've, I've I've still been watching my NCIS. <laughs> oh god, I, I cannot watch that show anymore. Oh, it's it's still better than watching Criminal Intent, Criminal Minds, man. Ugh. I could care less about the unsub with the unsubs because nobody fucking talks like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like they may say it once. Ninety percent of what you people watch is terrible. Uh, well, I, I watch a lot of police drama. I like the police drama. So. Yeah. Um, what do you do, fucker? No, the dog did. <laughs> <laughs> like the rookie and Will Trent come back tonight is that's I like those shows. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the rookie has uh, Nate Philly. Yeah, Nate, Nate Philly. So I'm like, all right. But like, oh, the, the the criminal mind stuff. Like I said, it's like, well, we got to find out who the Osub is, and he went left to right to up to down to GPS to this and that and this and uh, blah 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 blah. I'm like, nobody fucking talks like that. It's more like the Osub is this. Okay. Why are they doing it? What the fuck's going on here? You know, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. like they may say it like the first time, but not over and over and over through yeah. the whole episode. Yeah. And um, then, you know, of course, you got your hackers. Yeah. The, the computer chick, you know, is typing away. Oh, I found them this way. Bullshit. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. Oh, uh, which the thing it sucks is about like, did you how much did you watch of uh, Murder at the End of the World? I think that second episode. Okay. Um. Like maybe the third, the hacking is subpar. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, they're like halfway there, but not completely. <laughs> Which annoys me because you know who her uh, who her boyfriend is, the actress in real life. Yeah, no, Remy Malik. Oh, really? Yep, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is a, a mouse going point to point to click mm-hmm. in a couple keystrokes isn't fun compared that's... to when you see hacking on TV. Oh. Oh no! It's not even okay. Oh my! It's God. not even mouse pointing. It. It's oh a, you can put a thing in a drive in, and it does. It doesn't. It's not like that. Okay. <laughs> okay oh my God! Oh. <laughs> I need to get Gabe to like converse with this because he's the only person that like I can talk. Like I talk to you about like cybersecurity because he actually mm. he has a degree now in cybersecurity. Oh cool. Um. Uh. But yeah, it's it's not like that. It's not like that's what I loved about Mister Robot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they hundred percent, every single hack you see on that show was a real hack, mm-hmm. um, because they had actual, they hired people to do it properly. No, Nate, it's <laughs> the, the script. Yeah. And, and, and to clarify, they weren't just being script kiddies either. You actually saw him write out scripts on that show and they were legit scripts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. That's that's what made that show so great. Mm-hmm. Um, along on top of what Sam Esmail's directing is incredible. He's yeah. easily one of my favorite directors of this era. So they He's went incredible. Into, they went into some cinema hacking. That's, that's what I'm gonna call it. Cinema hack. Cinema hack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, uh, oh, the regular hack is too boring. Cinema hack. Bring out the keyboard with yeah, the clicky clicky clicky. Uh, <laughs> It just annoys me when they because they were like halfway there where that show could be able to do it properly and they mm-hmm. just didn't they didn't put the effort in, <laughs> yeah. which annoys the shit out of me. But it's a good show in general. I like the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a good actress. She reminds me of uh, younger. Well, when she was younger, uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, the girl in um, Handmaid's Tale. Um, I can never remember her damn name. When you thought I liked, yeah, nope. <laughs> oh, she reminds me of when she here when she when she was younger. Okay, that's what that actress reminds you of. I don't know why, um, but yeah. So, um, on so the one thing though I do have to say, and I can't wait to converse with Steve. Oh yeah, uh, is about the season finale of True Detective. Oh yeah, it was incredible, um, absolutely incredible of a show. Um, I'm now teetering because I've watched the first season like three times, three or four times. I love the first season. Um, uh, and this season was done by Matthew McConaughey and, uh, uh, what's it? Woody Harrelson. You only watched the, the first seasons for Alexander Daddario. Oh, Jesus Christ. Am no. I right, Grim? <laughs> I love it. And, uh, so I want, like, I love that season. And now I'm like, is this season actually better? Because I think no, it, it's so <laughs> it's so good. Like it is so good. And then the premise they added the premise of like, um, of the six like months of darkness in Alaska mm-hmm. that goes oh, on, yep, yep. on top of it. Like to add more to the dark and lureness. Uh, and the soundtrack to it is incredible. Um, they took there's like a whole bunch of original gothic. The first season, the one thing I didn't I didn't even know the genre existed until I saw the first season of True Detective of Southern Gothic rock. Okay, I didn't know that genre existed. Now it's normal. Have you heard country metal? 
it, 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 it hauls, man. Dude, it's like, where's my truck? It's so good. Okay, okay. I don't think I can get into that. But I can get into, like, like creepy gothic songs about weird lore from the south which is what gothic like rock is it's really cool and it's like now normally on my playlist i love gothic southern rock it's amazing <laughs> um and the fact that this season was just full of that again i was like that's great so it shows that must have been something like matthew mcconaughey or woody Harrelson really liked about the first season um i don't think they made the choice in the first season but mm-hmm. somebody did um and they also did, like, there was a bunch of, like, there was a weird-ass remake of a song. I don't even remember what the hell the name was. It was a, it was a strange gothic, like, remake of it they played. Mm. I was like, that's that's different. I can't remember the name of the song. But, yeah, it was, a, it was an 80s song. But it was it was so good. So now I'm tearing, like, is this even because it was just so good and so well done. And they kept you on your feet and on your toes up until the last episode. Mm. It was just, oh. <laughs> I loved it. Um. Uh, and obviously, I am still watching the three-body problem from the Chinese Tencent version, which so far is incredible. Um, and I, I, a lot of people are really worried about the Netflix one now um, because of so many things they're picking up on the trailer. They're like, ooh, they changed that too? Oh, no. <laughs> so we'll see. how We'll see what they do uh, with it. I have a lot of hope for it because the special effects in that trailer look so incredible compared to what Tencent could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Um, that's one thing that is really, really cool. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, I've been watching, obviously, Masters of the Air, uh, which I'll get into at the end uh, about that. That is just an outstanding show. Um, but I wouldn't expect anything less from Tom Hanks, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that being said, let's get into the first topic. So, ooh, I need to scroll up. Okay. So, Apple pushes back on right to repair bill due to parts pairing. Oh, no. Cry me a river. So, if anybody doesn't know what that means, uh, parts pairing. Um, so, you can't just go ahead and replace whatever component on your uh iphone uh that you need because those parts are paired um so if at the factory so apple actually has to pair them you can't just replace them because it'll say it'll reject the device Mm -hmm. for the most part that that goes down to the battery too it will not you can't do that either Um, they all have some kind of chip in them yep Mm -hmm. um so yeah which is pretty sad uh so Or, or or they like solder it to the thing they're all soldered. Yeah, but like the RAM on the MacBook, it's soldered to the thing so it can run faster, but you you really can't do anything. It doesn't it. make it run faster. That's what they say. They say <laughs> it runs better because it's soldered to the board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, after previously supporting one in California's app, Apple has made an about face and is now pushing back against the right to repair bill, uh, Senate Bill 1596, uh, currently under construction in uh, consideration in Oregon. Um, the reason for the <laughs> appears to be due to this new bill making part pairing illegal. Ooh, <laughs> I just love saying that. <laughs> oh, I hate part pairing. It's so stupid. I've never heard of it. It I is didn't know they so, it a that. lot of companies are doing it now. Well, I know that Apple's been doing it. I just didn't know there was a name for it. Yeah, a lot of companies. Samsung has started doing it too. 
So Apple's not alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. People have called out the last like three generation or four generations of Samsung phones because they're all doing it too. Because it's just like they are literally generating landfills with doing this. Oh yeah. Of yeah, phones. Yeah. It's so stupid. Um so the practice of parts pairing is becoming even more prevalent with Apple devices, uh, which links device parts and systems such as cameras, display batteries, fingerprint reader sensors, motherboards. Uh, during an open hearing on the newly pro- uh, yeah, proposed um, Oregon bill, uh, Apple John Perry insisted that the, <laughs> this parts pairing is done for user security and piracy. Bullshit. Bullshit. How, how would that even do that? Like if they were if your data is encrypted through the cloud, very securely for mm-hmm. Apple. Like, but what what data are they going to get from changing a battery? They're not. What data are they going to get you from a camera sensor? Yeah, they're not. Uh, the only data is the, the drive. Yeah, and maybe the RAM. Yeah, but so what? It's not going to hurt changing it. No. <laughs> Break the fucking thing in half when you're done. I don't have to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. The thing is, though, people are still going to steal phones. It's not going to stop that. People are still, oh, to, yeah. phones are still going to go on the black market. There are ways to wipe these things um, that people can use, which I'm actually looking into about PS5 because I've, when I, I stumbled upon one person uh, that normally does it in the UK has found a way to, um, reflash the firmware physically it is not for the faint of heart i've done this kind of micro soldering so i can do it um but it's not going to be for the everyday person mm-hmm. so i can do this micro soldering and get the board to hook it up to my pc to to completely blank out the ps5 completely just wipe every single thing off the motherboard mm-hmm. and reinitiate it which will put it back on the list and it'll have a completely new serial number everything um which you can do which will be cool yeah. Uh, eventually, yeah. I will if I what do you call it? if I can get comfortable with wanting to do that, I will get a hold of a PS5 pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh because there's tons of them on sale right now for like 100 bucks, 150 bucks uh that are broken that I know I can fix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just that one that one thing that's stopping you. Yeah, because I'm not going to buy a PS5 I can't use at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um but yeah, so yeah, so they're insisting that this is unlawful and all this other shit. It's like no, guy. that has no ground and I really hope this goes nowhere for them and that this bill gets passed and they have to let this go Mm -hmm. Um, and I would say the other thing that would be great is if the European Union actually got on board and started pushing as well because they're been the biggest components of trying to push back on these big tech companies like this doing shit like this if they do we're going to be in a lot better place a whole lot better place. Yeah, and we'll be able to get things done versus having a We'll friend. actually be able to repair our own yeah. devices. Ugh, it's <laughs> like I prefer like I'd like I would prefer prefer fixing things myself if I can. Yes. Unless like someone pulled that cable out too hard and it completely rips it off the motherboard and messes the motherboard up. Such as a switch. Yeah. <laughs> A, a video we filmed and never put out. <laughs> yeah, we have the footage. But yeah, it's that 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 USB cord was mangled. Yeah. yeah. Oof. <clears throat> Damn kids. Yep. Yep. Kids. <laughs> I mean, it is possible. I have. I mean, there's only one guy I know that could actually possibly fix that. Uh, this guy I watch, Coder. 
Mm-hmm. He's done some really, really like, like fixed like the traces on those motherboards. And the other guy, what's his face? Um, North End, uh, uh, North End Fix. That guy is like incredible too. Uh, those guys have some skills mm-hmm. with like like insanely small soldering and not screwing it up. Uh, but their entire business is based off it, so obviously. That's what it is. So Japan just got a foldable flip phone that cost only $420 or $265 on sale. The ZTE <laughs> Libro Flip is a Galaxy Z Flip alike. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, this thing is. It's the Galaxy Flip. Except way cheaper. Um, granted, this thing has only the Qualcomm Snapdragon 7 series chips, uh, which aren't cutting edge, but need, okay, even the cutting edge chips are, that are not in non, like, folding phones don't make the phone cost, like, astronomical amounts. Well, the funny thing is... Usually, this type of folding phone, I want. I, I this is not the type of folding phone I want. I want the full screen, you know, that it turns into a tablet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, even the the Galaxy C Flip has a, a lower processor or lower uh, specs. Yeah. Than the other phones. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I think this, common. this is the Z. I think their next step will be making a one that comes out like a tablet. I yeah. guarantee it. Like if it's eight hundred dollars, that's still better than twelve to fifteen to eighteen, fifteen hundred dollars. Like holy crap! Mm. Um, the Reese also contains a fifty megapixel main camera, two megapixel depth camera, and there is a sixteen megapixel uh, selfie camera around the front, and it runs around uh, runs as the Android sixteen uh, thirteen. Uh, mm-hmm. Six gigs of RAM, 128 gigs of storage, uh, Wi-Fi six, Bluetooth 5.2, um, uh, 30 30 watt over USB C. So that's not that that'll try for you. The is also uh, IP 42, so it won't be. Uh, what do you call it? So you won't want to open it. Oh, wait, so this is kind of ridiculous in this article. It says you won't want to open it up more than a light rainstorm. I have used phones in the complete fucking downpour uh-huh. that are not rated at all, and they're fine. Yeah, but this has that crack. What? You know, the folding crack. Like this area right here. Yeah. So does like, not like these phones. I'm talking about like older phones that wear all the ports with the top and shit. Mm-hmm. And my phones were fine. Oh, all right. <laughs> and this says if you pre-order, it's $365. $265. Yeah. That's not bad at all. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah. Oh, man. But I want the, uh, the ZTO Libero. Fold. <laughs> that's what I want. The barrel fold. Libero. Yeah. Eventually, I think that's going to be probably their next thing, though. They are probably already developing it. And I liked my ZTE. I had that uh, Exxon you had 7. The, yeah, the Exxon 7. That's a, that was actually that one was of their best songs. It was, it was, that was heavy. One the, that was one of their best song phones. Mm. Um, but yeah, if they come out with the actual ones like that, I that might be tempting to go back to Android. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see about ZTE. ZTE. Uh, okay. So, that flip phone. So, movie making magic directed by AI. Have you seen any of this at all? No. Okay. So, Open AI Thursday unveiling of Zora. Ooh, why the hell? Um, Zora, which turns 
verbal commands into remarkable lifelike movie clips. Um, so, so, and this obviously, this I was like, why it matters. Other films have their own uh, text-to-video tools, but OpenAI has, <laughs> yeah, upped the factor just a little bit. Uh, AI, what do you call it? AI tool, <laughs> the extraction of human, basically, the ability to recreate human interaction and stuff like that while generating a film. Uh, it's not that, like, it's not just that the images look real, it's that they feel like movies. Like, I'm sure you've seen, like, those weird ass movies people make like there was a beer commercial someone had generated through ai it looked so strange oh yep i saw that <laughs> and they were all like yeah there was also like a pizza commercial where i think a pizza was part of someone's head or something i don't know it was weird <laughs> oh yeah that <laughs> it too. was so strange and they have like 15 fingers or yeah they're like they're, they're, they're smiling and their teeth are coming through their tongue or yeah something. yeah it's like what yeah it's horrifying yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like what is this that's uh, what they need to make they need to make a movie where they they create AI humans and they come out like that and attack the world <laughs> oh Jesus like 20 fingers and yeah, like, yeah. well that one that there's a it's not it's, it's not an AI movie but there's that weird like I don't know Chinese movie where there's like the toilet guys and they're become monsters through the it's crazy it's freaking crazy i don't know <laughs> um so if you don't if obviously if you don't realize that the image that you're watching that was created by zora that okay. whole thing was created by zora the movement in the background the girl walking everything um as you can see it looks completely natural there's nothing strange about it um and that's what why they're saying this is pushing the boundary finally because they have finally got the algorithm and stuff like that and the AI to work and actually recognize how human physiology works and how movement works. Um, along with like putting in like how directors see scenes and shoot scenes and all this other shit into the AI, which is incredible. Like this thing is going to be stupid powerful, like for like just putting like stock footage or something in video or stuff like that. Like, oh. Because obviously anybody knows they've already ruled that AI content cannot be copyrighted. Mm -hmm. So they're just tools to help you get there. <laughs> if we use this for our movies that we want to make, it'll go from eh to what the hell is this? Back to eh. <laughs> well, I would say I would love to use this for storyboarding. Mm -hmm. Because you could write out the scene and then you can see how you, before you even shot it, what you're aiming for. Okay. And you get, this is what we're doing. And then the actors can have a really good idea of how their movements have to be, everything else. Like, they could really take in the scene of how it's supposed to actually happen. Yeah. Um, which I would personally use it for. Hmm. Um, not to so much use it on film, but to use it to help make a film. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's absolutely incredible. Like, the fact that, like, I would... I mean, people have already said it. I think 2024 is going to be the year of AI. Mm -hmm. AI is just like everywhere. We're going to see more and more implementation implementations of it. Uh, we had the Super Bowl Microsoft commercial about uh, Copilot. I think Copilot and competitive apps just like that are going to be on the rise. Uh, more and more people are going to be using it. Um, 
voice assistant tools powered by AI are going to be a lot more common the more and more we get through 2024. Uh, we saw that weird device, which I don't think is going to go anywhere. What? That uh, at what at the. Uh, oh, that thing that that all you do is just it's just AI. I don't know why it's like. I don't think it's going to take off at all. It's like it's a neat idea, but it ain't going to go anywhere. Well, my thing, it was huge. Like for the for the show, that's like one of the top top five yeah. items yeah but it doesn't like i don't understand it's innovative but it's not it's not going to take it's off like hey i can do that with my phone already but you can't <laughs> well it will it'll come yeah that's what I'm the, saying. the next update kind of thing well copilot is already branching on that mm -hmm. so it won't be long till apple like gets serious and goes we need to really create siri into ai real ai yeah 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 that in Google, because she's stupid. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what's funny? I used to like play a bunch of games on the Google, mm -hmm. and it's like, what? What are you talking about? They're like gone. A lot of them are gone. Oh, they're still on Alexa. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But like a lot of things that were on Google, I can't get into. Like I used, I think song quiz will still work, but there was oh. a, there was other things. There was other things, and I'm like, I actually went to like Google and looked up what what they what they used to do. Yeah, and I say, hey, let's do this. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Please, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? It's like, damn it. I, I love the fact you can play text. There's a whole handful of text RPGs you can play on Alexa. <laughs> Just go, <laughs> like Zork. <laughs> How do you play text without a screen? Okay, right, so obviously the first RPGs were nothing but text. Yeah. So just like playing it in text, instead of typing what you're doing, you tell Alexa, hey, I'm going oh, to oh, walk oh. down the hall. Yep, and yep, it'll yep. tell you what happens after that. So, yeah, mm. which is really cool. It's fun. Kind of like those uh, early, uh, like, Monkey Island games. Yeah, yeah. Like, before you could just click things, and it was like, I want to walk forward, take yeah. a left. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is just nothing but text, but yeah. Mm -hmm. But anywho. I don't know. I, yeah. Uh... So what, what's it saying here at the bottom? Like, this, uh, the big picture, yes, but. The big picture? The big Well, it's like the, the, the description of what it does. Just as Dolly raised, uh, oh yeah, yeah, we got yeah, we talked about this. Just okay. like it raised the bar, okay. Uh, Dolly and obviously, uh, like what's the one that Grim uses? Mid Journey, he uses mostly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, is pretty incredible. Uh, ChatGPT triggered a soul searching and lawsuit by authors and writers. Yeah, we got into this. Like, there's no you can't copyright. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's insanely promising. Like this is, this is going to help movie makers. Like. If you want to see if a scene will work in your movie, you tell this, hey, make this scene for me. And then you watch it and you go, yeah, that scene's not going to work. Because uh, okay. now you can see it done. And you don't have to waste any resources of making it because you're like, wow, that's You scene just have sucks. to be very, very descriptive of what you're saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm sure, like, people get, I've gotten really good. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, Even Grimm has gotten really good. Yeah. So you can get, like, that would be amazing because you can now, granted, I, I do think you can over-criticize your own work to a point of failure. It mm -hmm. is a thing. Mm -hmm. You can keep on criticizing yourself to where you've made something a complete trash pile, mm -hmm. um, which could be a thing, which would be a problem. But if you use it like very like minute, you could go, hey, this is a questionable scene. Let's put it through AI. Let's watch it if it was done already. And then you watch it. Okay, that scene's not going to work like that. Mm -hmm. Let's do it like this instead. 
So, yeah, instead of wasting money, resources on actors and everything else, you could actually see it way before then. It's going to save a lot of people money. Mm-hmm. So, and able for able movies to be done even faster because they're saving money and not have to spend a year uh, or another half a year doing reshoots that where it didn't come out so great, mm-hmm. which happens from time to time. So. I am all for this, and as long as the alien overlord, alien, the AI overlords don't come and kill us one day, mm-hmm. I am all for AI. This kind, I, mm, I just don't want the robots to come. <laughs> <laughs> don't want the robots because it's for me. It's like, haven't ha- you learned? Ha- have you have you seen how capable the robots at General Dynamics are? Yeah, but they're not humanoids. Aren't the robots there like arms and shit? Like, you know, Ford. No. They're humanoids? At- they can run at stupid amount of speeds, do flips, all kinds of shit. Oh. At the sub base? Or no, at- no. I'm talking about, like, up in Boston. Like the oh, oh. At the research oh, studio. Mean, oh, you mean, uh, not General Dynamics. No, no. I mean, um. You mean, uh, the, the Boston something, something, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Like the dog thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These people, holy oh. sh- Those robots yeah, yeah, yeah. are stupid capable. Like, they're faster like than humans. They're more agile than humans. Like, holy shit. They were in trouble. <laughs> even if they're not even AI, like, people could be like, oh, human. Ted gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, it's so Watching these things now, I'm like, holy shit. Mm. They are so agile. Yeah, I've seen the ones they walk over the, 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 the tightrope, basically, and they do a flip on it. So. Yeah. Oh, they're faster. They can do that at, like, warp speed now. (laughs) So, yeah, it's insane. And I'm going to get more into that, like, how technology advancing um, in the next topic because it has something to do with it. I know know it seems kind of far-fetched, but it does. (laughs) Uh, Masters of the Air, obviously. um, We're going to cover the beginning of this article, so... um, Real-life grandson of Robert uh, Rosenthal. Rosenthal? Rosenthal. Rosenthal. (laughs) It's not that hard. Anyway, (laughs) uh, reacts to Apple's show. Um, He said it was incredible, incredibly surreal. (laughs) That's the best word I can use only only for me, but for my whole family. Have you put this on the server yet? Yes. Okay. Uh, To actually see it all in live action and witness... Uh, the guy who played Nate Mann's uh, performance portraying his grandfather mm-hmm. after 10 years hearing about this series is a dream come true. Yeah, it's been a long time. This series was supposed to come out right after uh, Band of, I mean, uh, The Pacific. Okay. Uh, but it never happened. And I am and I am kind of glad it, it didn't happen because uh, CGI was good then, but CGI is incredible now. And they really needed it for this, uh, this show mm-hmm. because of all the air combat and shit. To make it look real, real. Yeah. Uh, which is incredible. Um, um, there's six episodes out uh, right now. <clears throat> All of them absolutely insane. Every Not every single one, but just about every single one. Uh, in the words of Tony Camper, he has bitten off all his nails after just watching the first three. Mm-hmm. so because it is a nail biter like holy (laughs) like the whole time like yeah that you're on your seat because these guys 
So this focuses around the 100th, um, I think it's a B-17s uh, flying fortress crew that was flying bombing runs over Germany mm-hmm. during World War II. And um, these huge, these flying fortresses were like what we talked about in the first half of this podcast, um, like with uh, Guns of Icarus. They're huge flying ships that have a lot of moving parts. And there's like, there's gunners, there's navigators, there's co pilot, there's all these people that have to be doing something mm-hmm. to yeah, make it's not it like happen. The new, sh- the new uh, planes we got. No, that's what I want to get into in a minute. But, um, and. One of the scariest things that I could have ever imagined ever being put into would be the uh, belly gunner seat on oh, one of these things. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're really cool, and they move around like a gyro, and you can just shoot everything. Um, but if that gets hit or something, and then you're stuck at the bottom of that. You're also open to a whole bunch of shit, not to mention if there's a slight prick in that damn glass. Mm-hmm. You're traveling... You're at like thousands and thousands of feet in the sky. The weather is not great up there. It's negative 50 degrees. Yeah, yeah it's cold. And you do watch a guy in the first episode uh, does get like the gun freezes and he tries to do it and he grabs it. And you think he has burns on his hand. No. Well, they are burns. They're freezer burns. <laughs> like instantly. Mm-hmm. His fingers and uh, his fingers and hands are completely frozen. Completely freezer burned. Like uh, to the point where like. Like, the cells in your hands shatter. Wow. Like, that's cool. <laughs> I never want to be in that position. Oh, my God. And these kids were young. They were like, these were kids were like 19, 20. Yeah, they were. Oof. And it's, yeah, I couldn't imagine going up in one of these things. And just flying through walls of flak. Like, oh, my God. I can't imagine how scary that was. Hmm. And, and this makes it look realistic. Oh, yeah. That's why it's so nail-biting. The, the realism of it is so incredible. Um, and watching these like people get like dealing with this and how they dealt with this. And this is from eyewitness accounts. <clears throat> so the one thing that um, the producers have said, they said it was really nice doing Band of Brothers and the Pacific. A lot of the veterans were still alive. And they had them. They had snippets at the end of every episode talking about the actual scene you just saw and what happened in real life. Mm-hmm. Where in um, this, we don't have that luxury. Yeah, because it's his real life grandson of of. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that luxury. So, but we do have like the book that was written that this is based on is based on all real interviews he did with all these people mm-hmm. that well that survived, <laughs> um, and witnessed it and stuff. Is there anybody left that that is still alive that can, from World War Two? There's some veterans from World War Two left. There's still right. not too many. Mm. There's not too too many. Um. So, but like just flying over, I could not imagine being a young kid, uh, and doing this, uh, and trying to like and think, oh man, and what they did. So everybody does know. I think it was like what twenty five missions. I think it was. If you hit. I think it was 25 or it was 21. I don't remember. Uh, they say it in the show, and it's a real factor. If you went, flew like 25 missions, you were immediately like discharged and sent home, and they pretty much put security around you uh, for the rest of your life. And you were paid very well for the rest of your life if you survived that many missions mm. because the odds were very against you. And I guess the odds were around 11 missions. If you paid it past 11 missions, there was a good chance you're going to make it to that. Um, 
Uh, because most people did not survive 11 missions. As of 2023, there are still there are 119,550 left. Mm. That's more than I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few in Rhode Island. More than a few in Rhode Island. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's... Oof. 131 dying each day. Oof. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah, the... um. Like, and what's his face here? Um, can't think of his damn name. Uh, the guy who plays uh, uh, Buck. Incredible actor. Uh, Austin Butler. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch Elvis. I still, I, I want to kind of watch that. I never watched it, though. He He's the one who played uh, Elvis. Okay. He's an upcoming actor. He won an award for playing Elvis and stuff. Um, he is, he. it's weird. Because he's like, if you took uh, Brad Pitt and Val Kilmer. And mix him into one person. Okay. Like, he has the kind of charisma of Val Kilmer and the sternness and kind of rationality of characters Brad Pitt has played. But he also kind of looks like them, too. It's weird. Um, But he has a promising career, obviously. Because, obviously, he pulls this off really, really well. He's incredible. Uh, But all the actors in the show are absolutely insane. Like, they pull off such a great job of how these people acted, how people acted during that time, the mannerisms they used, um, stuff like that. They also get into, like, there were people on German, on the German side that were helping. Because, obviously, what do you think happens if your plane gets shot down and you jump out with a parachute mm-hmm. on the other side of Germany? What do you think is going to happen? Say that again. If you are in one of these fortresses and it gets shot down, you're lucky enough to get out with your parachute. <laughs> How high are you up, though? Oh no, most people, a good portion didn't make it out. Yeah, okay. Um, so, but well, you're saying it's freezing instantly and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's super cold. Yeah, but these guys were geared up for that. Yeah, that's why they're wearing all these like, yeah, bomber jackets. Yeah, they're geared up for it. They're ready mm-hmm. for it. But what do you think happens when you land on the other side of on? Um, Across enemy lines. Oh, you become a POW. Yes. Or shot. <laughs> or shot. They did. They. That's a sad thing. The fighters did shoot at the paratroopers. Mm-hmm. And they hit them a good portion of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, there were groups of Germans that are, were not for what was going on that would help these people that would land and mm-hmm. get them out of. There was a whole, like, alliance of people that would try to get Americans out. And okay. you get to see these people, which is really cool. And there's a whole crazy scene where, like, they're getting, like, one guy out. And this is a spoiler a little bit. It's not crazy spoiler. It's just a tiny spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in the group, we're getting out. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, this guy, one guy says to the other, one of the people that you think is, like, one of the people he's helping escape. And then all of a sudden, he just pulls out, like, a Luger. Boom! And shoots him in the head. Oh. And then they're like, oh, he was. And they're like, no, he wasn't. He was. <laughs> You know what I mean? He was part of the SS. Mm. And they're like, holy shit. And they're like, what if you made a mistake? They're like, we don't make mistakes. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> uh, now, you don't have to watch the other show to understand this, do you? This is no, no. Every show is, every one of these is just distinctly. I mean, there's just, there's small <clears throat> tie-ins to Pacific and Band of Brothers, but not a lot. They're all mm. their own platoons that you're following. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're three separate books. That, um, that that was it called 1917 that was 1917 that was, was insane that was intense that was incredible like, 
Oh, that was that was nuts. And that was based on journals from a guy's grandfather, the guy who directed it. His grandfather, he found in the attic after the fact of what happened. What happened with that movie Midway? Midway was good, was it? Yeah, because I didn't hear much about it. I don't have that. In the, I don't. I may do that. I don't remember if I put well, that in the server. I might have that in the server. It's really good. Either right. way, well, it's a good movie. Let me know if that's about it. the Battle of Midway, which is really really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they do a really good job of the sad part is we see the breakdown of like people that were friends like in Japan, like political like people that were had people that were friends in Japan that knew like. The main person that was running that part of the war, they, they were friends with senators in the United States. Mm-hmm. And they were friends before the war. And, yeah. Oof. Yeah. I watched I watched that one with the, uh, well, that, that guy that was in the uh, Ant-Man movie there. Kang, the Cockerer guy that got arrested or whatever. Got arrested. I don't know. The guy who, like, domestic disturbance guy, the, the guy... He was the time guy, and he's he's been in Marvel for a little bit. Okay, okay. Anyway, and uh, that was pretty good. It was a, like a he was a, a fighter. Okay, that was pretty good. And it had the guy that was in the new Top Gun in it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, as yeah. As a friend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know it was a tough time back then with you know races. Yeah. So he was like, oh man, they became friends. Yeah. Versus yeah. everybody else. Oh, we don't need you here. Blah blah. blah you know all that crap. Oh uh, yeah yeah. Anyway, so the reason why I want to get one thing I want to get with technology with this is that we sent these bomber these B-17s over Germany to bomb their factories mostly to slow up their production. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what we were doing. And usually military targets as well. Um what's insane, and this is why I am like I completely understand why the writer of Three Body Problem, uh Jackson Liu, said we would never survive an alien invasion. It wouldn't be possible. No like that's why he doesn't like watching alien invasion movies because we there's no way we would win. Oh no, this ain't no freaking uh, Independence Day. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way we'd win. The fact and, that they got here is more technology than we ever had. Yeah, and the, <laughs> this is why this is why we wouldn't win. And it shows it in our own day and age. If we were to even fight ourselves from fifty years ago, okay, say World War Two, if we were to fight ourselves um, the people fight would have zero chance. Mm-hmm. The reason why, so the equivalent of a modern fortress flies so high you can't hear it or see it. How do you know that though? Watching military documentaries on our on our technology we have, oh, okay. and what we use. What do we use as a flying fortress right now? I forget what it's called, uh, but it's the equivalent of it, and it just it's stupid high. Like it flies, like you can't see it, you can't hear it. Only certain radars can only pick up on it because it's obviously most radars, unless it's like a first world country, can't pick up on it. Um, and what they do is they can fly over like a whole tank platoon. Mm-hmm. They can zero in on the tank platoon and find out where all their fuel cells are on all the tanks and then just delete them from with lasers. Just delete them. A Boeing B seventeen. No, that was the that was the that's not the modern fortresses. I don't think. Yeah, no, that's the old ones. I, they must have just called them that. Yeah, um, that's the ones from War Two. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, I forget what they, they're not calling them flying fortresses anymore. They call them flying fortresses because the way they were designed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these things are not flying fortresses now. They are just like things that fly so high. That the enemy can never detect it, 
and they'll never even know it hit them. Like, if you were in front of this tank platoon, and then all of a sudden you shared, boom, and you were like, what the hell just happened? I don't see any planes. Mm-hmm. Why'd they all just blow up? I don't know. <laughs> like, that's how scary it is. Like, if we had that kind of technology against the Germans, there would have been one bombing run, and then it would have been over. Every, the war would have been over. With only, like, five planes, probably. Not even, like, they had huge platoons of, like, 50 of these things going at one time over Germany. Like, they would need, like, five of the modern ones, and they could just delete Germany. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, Hitler, it's over. <laughs> like, that's how scary it is. And that's only 50 years. Imagine a race that was a 1,000 years ahead of us in technology. Yeah. You are having zero chance of fighting them. Mm-mm. The most you can do is beg for your life. Yeah, like I said, if, if they got <laughs> the fact that they got here, yeah, means they went through galaxies. Yeah, you know, like oh, they didn't come from Mars. Okay, no, <laughs> they came from <laughs> they came from yeah, even if they came from Mars. Like, like even like even if they had a hundred year like hell a thirty year gap, they could still stomp us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would have no chance. Um. Because how fast are we can see our own technology advance so fast. Um, so, yeah. Imagine if they they didn't want to like we did have somebody and they came and they but they didn't want to kill, but they had something that they could just go <laughs> like 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 a super taser, but it didn't oh. hurt you. You know, it didn't like give you a heart attack, but a possibility of a heart attack. They just went. Boop. Oh, what the hell, man! I can't move. <laughs> like instant, not not like you're getting a shot. Just. Boop. Damn it! Uh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> We've come to take care of everybody. Uh, well, I guess I can't do anything about it. <laughs> we don't have technology far off from that. Oh yeah, but that, and that's us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like, like the like the shit we have, like what we can do with microwaves now. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Cook people from a fucking like five miles away. Yeah, they're like, man, it's getting hot. Why oh, I'm melting from the inside. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you don't. Oh man, it'd be so scary if. Yeah, the, yeah. I, don't I want the peaceful aliens only so I can understand how it works. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. So now I don't know if it's like a political thing, but the like was the Pentagon keeps saying we're not ready for an invasion. Like they keep saying we're in trouble, it's coming. And I'm like, is this trying to try to divert us from what's going on, or are they literally being truthful about this? That's kind of what happens in Three Body Problem, actually. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um, which is kind of scary, but oof, man. So the one thing that's scary and made me think about it is that the Three Body Problem trilogy actually gives an answer to the Fermi paradox, and it's really scary. The what paradox? The Fermi paradox. Which is? So the Fermi paradox, obviously, was Fermi won a Nobel Prize for the Fermi paradox, was that conclusion is if, like, the amount of stars, galaxies, habitable planets within our own galaxy, if only, the the equation basically states, if only less than 1% of um, them have uh, the ability to have intelligent life, there is hundreds of thousands of intelligent life out there. Yeah. All over the place. I I would 
I, we're not there's no way we are the only ones well no i'm saying that the, his equation basically states this is how it has to be kind mm-hmm. of thing um and there's a lot scarier answer to that <laughs> so that you don't want to know why we haven't found anything yet did have we not found anything yet or are they just not saying well there's that but um i would say stephen hawking would like the premise in this book mm-hmm because he was very against us sending out signals to try to get a hold of aliens. Oh, yep. And we did. <laughs> we have been. We do every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very against it. So it's just letting him know, hey, we're here. Come find us. Oh, yeah. we have our bodies. will give you guys energy. Come find us. <laughs> you can eat us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the chances, he was basically saying the chances of them being peaceful are very slim to none. Because they're not going to see us as equals because they are hundreds of thousands of years ahead of us in technology, just the same as we don't see ants as equals. Unless we find, unless the ones that helped us during the Egypt times come back. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, and it, we would look like bugs to them. It really wouldn't bother them to just wipe us out, it wouldn't even like phase them. They wouldn't even think about it after the fact. Or maybe they already did that during, I don't know, the Noah thing. It, it, well, the creepy thing is like, um, is they that like we call it like Noah's Ark, but they call it like the big flood, the great flood. Okay. The Noah's Ark is way down the list on recreations mm-hmm. of the same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oldest known story is from Mesopotamia uh, in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Okay. Yep. Okay. okay. That's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really, really old story. Uh, <laughs> um, that it doesn't exactly go that way, but that's because they rewrote it like a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but there's a really scary quote in the second book of the Three Body Problem, and it's like, "If I want to kill you, what business is it yours?" Okay. But that's how we think of when we swat a bug. That's exactly how we think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're, you murderer. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Jerry the Spider, man. Yeah, exactly, Jerry the Spider. So, yeah, and that's a scary thing, is there's not much we could do at all, except hope for the best. Mm. <laughs> Which I would be much. Because <laughs> we're literally insects. Yeah. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> Unless by chance we ran into another civilization that was lower tech than us. By chance. I don't know how that would work if they were able to get here. <laughs> the fact that they were able to get here. No, no, I don't mean I mean just getting a hold of. Oh, you mean contacting them? Yeah. Yeah, but you never know. They could be like, oh yeah, we're 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 just like you guys. All right. <laughs> then they get here. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> we'll take this planet now, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we destroyed ours. We'll we'll give you two days to get off it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have space travel yet. Oh, too bad. <laughs> That's not my fault. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of was it uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Oh, but that's how that begins. Well, it begins by his house being uh, plowed over because they're putting a highway in. Oh, Jesus! Uh, so he has to move out, and then the aliens show up. Uh, and go, um, the earth is in the way of a super galactic highway. Uh, we're gonna have to demolish it. So the earth gets demolished Fun. in place of a super galactic highway. 
Douglas Adams, anybody? If you've ever read him, go read him. He's great. And yes, The Meaning of Life is 42. Just in case you didn't know. The Meaning of Life is 42? 42. What's that mean? We don't know. <laughs> Gotta read Hit Treasure Guy of the Galaxy. I've seen the movie, but... Anyway, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We are Tech Prime Media. We'll be back in two weeks for more for more fun talking gaming and tech. And obviously check us out, Tech Prime Media, on YouTube, on the Tiki Talks. <laughs> Wherever you can find us. We made 39 cents, people. Yeah, 39 cents. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so, yeah. And obviously check out our Patreon, Tech Prime Media also. You can donate us to our channel. You're not going to get anything right now, but you could be a lovely supporter and become an agent of tech and help us build out this studio to a bigger, broader things. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media, everyone. We will see you next time. Yeah.